Howdy, and welcome to the American Cattleman Podcast. Great to have you riding with us again today. Coming up in this edition, we're going to share some cattle news with you, and then a conversation with our friend from Montana, Brett DeBrucker from DeBrucker Charlet. It's a family operation that's been around since 1963. We'll talk about the beginnings of the business, their upcoming bull sale in April, and the selling of their tasty beef going all over the country. And we'll also close the gate on this episode with some thoughts about this podcast and ranch life in general, what you can be expecting going forward. Let's ride. The American Cattlemen Podcast is brought to you by Rawhide Portable Corrals out of Abilene, Kansas. RawhidePortableCorral.com by Miraco Cattle Waterers. Always accessible, always fresh, and distributed by Gallagher. Learn more at am.gallagher.com. And by TYM Tractors, affordable power for the farm and ranch. Find out more at tymworld.com. Now, here's your host, Chap Ramsey. Thank you, 100 Bs, and hey, welcome back to the American Cattleman Podcast. Great to have you riding along with us again today. By the way, you want to find out more about us? All you have to do is just Google up American Cattleman, and we'll be right there. Hey, you know, retail beef prices in the U.S. are at record highs, pushing up prices of beef-based products from burgers to steaks. So how come? Well, folks tell us it's largely thanks to a shrinking cattle supply as well as higher input costs, and they don't expect it to ease anytime soon. Retail beef prices are currently around record levels, about 8 bucks a pound, according to data from the USDA. In its latest livestock report, the USDA maintained its forecast that beef production in the second half of this year is expected to decline by 180 million pounds up to the end of the year. Also, drought conditions have had an impact, not to mention those higher prices for inputs. Wrap it all together, and yeah, prices are up. But we always ask if the farmer or rancher are getting their fair share. Up in Wall, South Dakota, they're celebrating being small. And what's a new trend in agriculture that could change the economic landscape for that state's $1 billion annual beef industry? What is it? Well, the 2,400-square-foot Wall Meat Processing Plant is the current home base of an aggressive new ownership team that's got plans to revolutionize how South Dakota ranchers get their animals processed and expand opportunities for local customers to buy meat raised almost in their own backyard. About a half dozen or so workers process beef in the Cramp McLean plant that sits less than a mile from Wall Drug. It's the last structure standing before the city of 700 fades into nearly endless prairie to the north. And we're seeing this trend all over the country as meat lockers that had largely been abandoned are breathing new life in tiny rural towns. And from the feedlots to the courtroom, we got this story. Compass Group USA is a contract food service company based in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they filed a suit recently alleging price fixing since 2015 by the big four U.S. beef packing companies. The complaint alleges that Tyson Foods, Cargill, JBS, and National Beef conspired to limit the supply of beef in the U.S. and thereby artificially inflating beef prices. This is the second suit the big four has faced in recent weeks. A month ago, a group of small food distributors filed similar claims against some of the companies. They said the alleged scheme continued and has caused them financial harm, at least through the end of 2021. 
Allegations in the latest lawsuits are similar to others filed against the Big Four that have led to settlements in the tens of millions of dollars and led to scrutiny by the Department of Justice and Congress. Ah, stick around, because coming up next, a visit with Brett DeBrucker from DeBrucker Charlet, based up in snowy Montana, as the American Cattlemen Podcast continues. Check out this new and improved classic model from Rawhide Portable Corrals. It's got a number of advantages and features you'll love. This Rawhide Corral is a throwback to our old style and can be purchased as either a bumper pole or gooseneck design. Check out our website for all of our current models at rawhideportablecorrals.com or call 785-263-3436. Welcome to the American Cattlemen Podcast. Great to have you with us again today. We're going to be trekking up north, up to Montana, with Brett DeBrucker from DeBrucker Charlet. And my first question to you, Brett, is, hey, you got some snow? Yeah, Jeff, how you doing today? We uh, we got about four or five inches of snow on the ground. It's kind of cool here this morning. Got down to about five above, so... Fall's getting over and winter's going to start here pretty soon. Yeah, tell us about whereabouts in Montana is DeBrucker Charlet? Well, we're uh, north central. We're about uh, two hours south of the Canadian border and about 45 minutes east of the Rocky Mountains. If you know where Great Falls, Montana is, we're about 60 miles north and west of there. And everything in Montana is a ways away, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's a big state, so you do a lot of traveling here, that's for sure. You ever get up to Canada? Yeah, once in a while. Yeah, yeah. we've got some friends in Canada that we, we see once in a while. That's neat. All right, let's let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the history of DeBrucker Charlet. Uh, when did you all get this uh, started? Well, back in 1963, my mom and dad bought their first half-blood Charlet heifers. And uh, prior to that, dad had used a Charlet bull on some uh, black baldy cows and he loved the calves so much he decided he needed to get into the breed and uh so in 63 they bought some half-blood charlet heifers and started breeding them up like they did back then because there really wasn't many purebreds around right in a lot of breeds and so we've since then uh, about 10 heifers then it, we've grown it up to about 2,000 mother cows now so wow that's a full-time gig yeah yeah Keeps the family out of trouble. Yeah, there, there you go. So how big a spread is the ranch there? You know, uh, we're all family members, and we're kind of split up individually, but we work together. And so between all of us, I suppose there's somewhere around 60,000 acres of ranch and farm ground together. Now, do you, do you hay up there? Or how, how does all that work with feed? Yeah, so we have uh, wild grass hay that we put up, and we also have alfalfa, and and uh, we also raise quite a few small grains like hard red winter wheat and malting barley. So this is really not only a, a cattle ranch, but you, you guys are doing crops as well. Yeah, we're pretty well-rounded. We uh, got the cattle and farming, and we also feed cattle, and uh, we, we anything in egg, we're, we're kind of attached to it in some way. So you're talking to an old horse guy back in the rodeo days. So so tell me, you got any uh, hay burners up there? 
Yeah, we have a few horses around, not too many. They've kind of changed over through the years into a few more four-wheelers. They're a little easier to catch, so <laughs> we've still got some around that we get used, though. Yeah, and it don't hurt so bad if you fall off. <laughs> Generally, yeah. <laughs> Brett DeBrucker is our guest, ladies and gentlemen. He is with DeBrucker Charlet up in Montana. He says he's got some snow and cold weather. How you how you score up there when you're looking at these uh, these carcasses? Well, you know, first of all, what I'd say to you, chap, is, you know, we got our bull sale. Uh, it's always the first Saturday in April. And uh, we uh, uh, market about 600 to 700 bulls in our bull sale. And then we private treaty another 300 or so typically. Uh, but our bulls are used on, you know, commercial cows. And then then they make feeder calves out of them. Right. And that's what, what you're alluding to is uh, those carcasses off those feeder calves. Yep. Yep, yep. Because one of the cool things about a Charlet is they are big and meaty critters. And, uh, you know, they score really well. And yeah, so they got, you know, they've got a lot of natural uh, feedlot efficiency and growth performance. And also carcass quality is excellent with them. They, uh, you know, our purebred Charlet heifers that we process every year, they typically... Uh, you know, greater than that 90% choice in prime area. And they typically have around 85% yield grade ones and twos. So the carcass quality is really good in them. That's for sure. That's always good to know because it, you know, consumers are wanting to know, first of all, where their beef comes from. And, yeah. and secondly, I mean, there, there's some pretty savvy shoppers out there when they're taking a look at uh, what to buy in the meat case. Are you doing anything ranch to table? Uh, we do, yeah. Besides the bulls and the farming and stuff, we've got what what we call DeBrucker Charlet meats, and we're marketing Charlet beef uh, online as well. How's that going for? How long have you been doing that? You know, we've been going at it for a couple of years now, and it's it's steadily growing, and we're steadily getting more customers each year. So uh, I wouldn't uh, go out as far to say it's real profitable at this point yet, but it's. Uh, or you know, a huge revenue producer, but it but it's working well, and I think the commercial the customers are very happy with what they get. Well, you got to start someplace. And That's right. It, yeah, it's a growth model. It, it is, and again, because consumers are getting real savvy about what it is that they're uh, eating, uh, it, it's always wise, I think, to do this. So, so what kind of a market area do you work oh, in? Well, yeah, we've we've shipped beef, you know, clear out to Florida and, wow. and uh, Virginia and out into California. Quite a bit of it stays here in Montana, but uh, we we've kind of got a pretty wide range of customer base. Uh, clear down Arizona as well. So, wow. Yeah. So so there you go. I mean, it, it, there's proof, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that you can get into this, and it, it it's going to take time and some talent and some marketing. But uh, what a great thing to be able to, well, pass around the great name of DeBrucker Charlet. Uh, Brett, uh, you've got several family members in, in this as well. I, I talked, I think it was your niece I talked to on the phone not too long ago. Would that be accurate? Yeah, my niece uh, kind of helps us with the advertising part. And uh, you're right about the family members. My mom and dad had seven kids. Oh. and. And uh, all, there's five of the seven that are directly involved in the operation, and all seven of them are involved in some way or another. So we're all pretty connected with the operation. And, and now we've got uh, 
uh, my mom and dad's grandkids coming back into the operation as well. So we've got a handful of younger generation wanting to be an egg as well. I imagine around the Thanksgiving table, uh, the, the talk is about uh, the ranch, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we typically have Christmas Eve at my mother's place, and uh, that's there's usually around 50 or 60 people on hand, and that doesn't even include everybody. So There is something magical about a ranch family getting together any time of the year, uh, and because this is such a down-to-earth group of people, finest folks that you'd ever want to meet and uh yeah I, I, I we we treasure those times here as well yeah. uh, my my guest is brett debrucker ladies and gentlemen he is with debrucker charlet way up there in montana final question for you my friend what do you see coming at you in the future i mean everybody is 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 looking at economics uh the price of beef uh, where are we going with groceries, inflation, all kinds of things. But with an operation like yours, where do you see upcoming changes coming from? Look into the future. Yeah, well, Chap, that's an awfully big question you're asking there. But yeah. I, I'm I'm excited about the future. I've got uh, four daughters, and they're all in their early 20s, late teenage years, and and I, I think they've got a big future in front of them. And we've got quite a few nephews and nieces coming home to, to work on the ranch. So I, I look forward to the next stage for DeBrooker Charlet and how we can service the industry and be part of what this, you know, this great, great industry that we're involved in. So, Brad, it's a real pleasure to be able to sit down and visit with you. And uh, I, we wish you from American Cattlemen Podcast, we wish you the very best moving forward. It sounds like you've got your feet firmly on the ground and looking forward to a bright future. Brett, thanks so very much for spending time with us. Yeah, thank you, Chap. I really appreciate the visit. Thanks a lot. That's the voice of Brett DeBrucker. What a great guy, and I sure did enjoy talking to him about his family, about the ranch, about what's going on in Montana. Wow, good, good stuff. All right, stick around, because we're going to close the gate on this segment talking about the future of American Cattlemen Podcast and what you can expect. A ranch life is a good life. We'll be right back. Therapies, the maternal bovine appeasing substance. This could be the most valuable calf crop in history. Get the most out of your calves. Wean your calves with Therapies. Studies have demonstrated that Therapies calves are 30 to 40 pounds heavier 45 days post-weaning. Block the stress with Therapies. Less stress means healthier and heavier calves. Learn more at Therapies.com. That's F-E-R-A-P-P-E-A-S-E.com. Before we close the gate on this edition of the American Cattleman Podcast, I got a couple of thoughts rumbling around in my head. First off, we'd all like to thank you for listening. Now, if it weren't for you folks listening, I'd be sitting by the fire whittling or something, but because of you, I get to do this. Now, you probably know that the folks that listen are cow-calf producers, farm and ranch families, and worldwide industry professionals that we've gleaned from over 450,000 folks active with our magazine as well as our social media connections. It's a great company to have. Coming up soon, 
We're going to add some weekly producer news segments. My good friend and sidekick, the publisher of the American Cattleman Magazine, Gail McKinney, is going to host these short interviews, talking directly with breeders and producers about what's going on with them from sales to stories. We think you're going to enjoy it. Also, looking ahead, we're going to be talking with some amazing guests. In the shoot is going to be Jacqueline Wilson from the Flying Diamond Ranch of Nebraska that goes way back to 1888. And we'll also be sitting down with R.W. Hampton. He's the real deal when it comes to ranch work with horses and cattle, who is an amazing talent with his music, acting, and so much more. Great guy. So look for more to come from American Cattlemen as we focus on some of the best folks on the planet. Catch you next time.